Mic check, mic check. Mic check. I can't hear you. You can't? You hear? I don't hear. Mic check, mic check. Hello, hello. I Testing. Hear I hear myself. I see your lips moving, but. Mic check, mic check. I can actually hear. No, I'm joking. I hear you. <laughs> <laughs> I, just, I, I hear you loud and clear. <laughs> All right, uh, what are we talking about today? <clears throat> Preference versus prejudice. Okay. Interesting. Are you going to elaborate? When we do the show. Okay. I mean, it's a, I, I'm not going to say it's an easy conversation, but... They're easy words easy. for us. Straight, easy. straight away, I feel a bit tense. When yeah, you I know. Preference. Just... I mean, nowadays, if you say what you prefer. Hey. Oh. <laughs> I mean. Okay. Yeah. Sure. All right. Good. Let's do it. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Y'all look worried. <laughs> just Y'all a little. look worried. I'm a little sweat. I'm sweating a little bit. Yo, check. It is Victor O. Sarah G, I'm Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. Um, It's a beautiful day. (laughs) The birds are chirping. (laughs) And uh, how are y'all doing? I'm all good, thanks. Yourselves? Yeah, sure. I'm good, too. I'm good, too. I'm just... Sure. A little tired, but I'm good. Tired or you're a little bit tense? Because I just told you about what we're going to talk about today. I think a bit today. of both now. There's like... Because both of y'all like the look. Before y'all talking, <laughs> like, yes, back in university, it was this way. And, you know, when I walked in the room, the people saw me and they felt like this because I looked like this. And you're like, yes, you know, you'd be great and that and this and that. And then now I'm like, yeah, y'all. So this is what we're going to talk about. And y'all are like, um. <laughs> yeah, definitely a little tense. Really? Yeah. Lie. yeah. Yeah. Why? Why? Today's atmosphere, man. You just don't voice out your actual opinion to a degree. Well, let's get let's 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 get to it then. Before the what are y'all gonna talk about? So, what I want to talk about today is um, preference versus prejudice, right? So, first, just like Sarah said, like I wanna I wanna make sure we define what the difference is, but between the two. So, what do you two think? It is in your mind. Like if 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 you have a preference for something, what does that usually stand out as? What does that mean? That way we all on the same terms when we're speaking about this. Preference. I prefer this. What is that? Ooh. Um I think preference would be for me something that I would be my default. Like it's something that I t- would tend to um go after or um I'm trying to it's hard I'm trying to pick the right words. <laughs> <laughs> so we haven't even started yet. She, she was, hey I, I I think I think she was thinking about a man for a second. Something that I would go after. Wait, 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 wait. I don't want to say that. I don't no, want to say it like I that. <laughs> I don't want to say it that way. No, I was just like, I don't know. For me, that's actually a really tough question. I think preference for me is something that would just be my default, something that I, I like, I would want. Um, and yeah, I don't know. What would you say? Uh, I'd probably say um, I'd define preference as bias. So if I had two two items, for instance, I'd project, I'd have a bias towards one item compared to the other one mm-hmm. for various reasons. It might be the look, it might be the color, it might be the size, but it's a bias for one item over the other item. So that's how I'd simply just define it. It's it's funny when you when you say that. Like I understand where you're coming from, what you mean, but I think some people might even hear that, and depending on the situation, they might say you're being prejudiced. I was just gonna say that. Yeah, yeah I was like, yeah, I, I think you know, fine line. line. So that and that's that's why I want to have this conversation because like I've heard that many times, like in my life, not like towards me per se, but like somebody say something, they're like, "Ooh, you you prejudiced," or better yet, let me just digress for a second. Some people get prejudiced and racist confused. And they'll hear somebody say something, be like, ooh, don't be racist. And it's like, well, he really wasn't being racist. He was just being 
prejudice about how he feels about something, which is okay, right? It's yeah. being prejudiced is okay. It's the racism part that we don't, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, so that's like that's a whole. I guess the show could have been that. It could have been yeah. prejudice versus racism, yeah. right? It really could have. So, been. but preference and prejudice. So, like, I guess for me, I think about I think about preference. I don't even. And I, I, I did, I did my best to like not try to like look up anything. So I was like trying to think, like, man, how would we do this? But yes, like you said, at the beginning defining it is probably best. And so, like, I guess for me, when it's a preference, I think of it like it's more, it's more natural, it's more human nature, right? Like, it's it's just what I prefer. Like, it's just it. I don't, I don't know why. Maybe in some instances, but it's just a natural thing. Whereas when it's prejudice, it's more discriminatory. It it could be hurtful. And I do see where there is a line in between because, for example, and this might even sound controversial, but I mean, it is what it is. I noticed when I was in the military, I would see like a lot of older white men dating young Asian women, mm-hmm. right? Maybe like from the Philippines or you know Thailand mm-hmm. or whatever. And so- some people would look at that like, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and you, you get what I mean, right? Mm-hmm. But that may just be their preference for whatever the reason is. So I don't know, but I don't want to, I don't want to get, I don't get like, ahead of myself. But. The first thing when you said preference, and even when I was trying to explain it from my point of view, the first thing that came up was conditioning because you, when you said something about it being what comes natural, mm. I'm like, how much of your preference is natural, your nature or from your preference now because of what you've observed, what you've experienced. So that's where my mind kind of goes. I'm like, well, that's actually really tough because it could be your natural preference now, but is it really your innate natural? Is it really yours or is it something you've picked up over time? I Yeah. I like how, okay. How do you, how do you guys feel about your, your natural preference or your preferences that you may have? Basically, and it kind of goes off of what you said in the beginning, being discredited by society. Because if if I step in the room and I say, I prefer white women. No, it's just an example. If I step in the room and say, I prefer white women, right? And there's nothing wrong with that. Whatever you prefer is for you. But if I stepped in the room and I said that, right, somebody could say he's being racist against black people. Or he's being racist against or discriminatory or prejudiced against people of color. Right. And the reason I say it all of those, because people sometimes conflate the meaning of those words. Right. So not that we're doing that. Right. Such a fine line. It is. So somebody if I if I stepped in as a black man and I say, all right, yeah, nobody here that I'm really feeling. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Ain't no white girls here. Like, yo, dang, why are you being racist against your own people? Why are you discriminate? Yeah. Why are you discriminating against your own people? Why are you being prejudiced against your own people? It, it, it's on you how you feel about that. But if it truly is that person's preference, are they being racist? Are they being discriminatory? And then even if it is a, a form of discrimination or form of prejudice, is it wrong that a black person prefers white women or that a Latino prefers? white men or you know what I mean like is that wrong like so how does it how does it look when our natural preferences are now discredited by society like how do y'all take that on heavy um okay Mm -hmm. in that case where that example you gave about like maybe even a black man saying he prefers white women Mm -hmm. for example in that case, I kind of feel like you are like, let's not step on anyone's toes. Like, <laughs> but um, in that case, you know, I, I've come to the realization that everybody is entitled to their own opinion. And I can't discount, discount how you feel because I've never been in your shoes. But my my next line of questioning, questioning in my own head would be like, OK, what is it about white women that makes them your preference? Mm-hmm. And like, have you just not experienced that or seen that within another, like another racial group or like, so my question isn't to like discount how you feel your preference, but I'm just curious as to why 
that specific group might be your preference. Um, Because there there probably is some underlying belief system or thought that makes that type of group or that person. Because it's not that specific Emily that you that is white that you like. But if you say you like, why are you hating on Emily? I just I'm just choosing a name. I mean, you know, like. I mean, I'm just saying, why would Emily, why would you assume, are you getting prejudiced? Like, are you saying that Emily's a white person's name? Well, Sarah, like, people think you, Sarah's a white person's name. I mean, I'm definitely not, I'm not white. I don't know but, what you identify as. I'm not going to call it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. But so, anyway, so I tie it all together. I talk yes. with my hands, but to... To wrap it all up. Oh, she's still. Hey, she's feeling there for Jessica. <laughs> yeah, I know. Just not, mm. But you, <laughs> but you grabbing words. Um, basically, I would just want to know, like, what's behind that that preference. You okay? You mentioned um, uh, what word did you use? You said some Condition. type of belief. You no know, belief. You said right. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, can I ask a question sure. to respond to? Like, yeah, instead yeah. of giving you an answer. What it like? Okay, like this just came to me as you were talking. I'm mm-hmm. like, well, does it really? Does it depend on who it is that's talking? And what I mean by that is, if it's a white guy that prefers black women, right? People have ideas about that. Mm-hmm. If it's a black person that prefers white or black man that prefers white women, what people have a response about that, mm-hmm. right? Old white man that wants a young Asian woman, mm-hmm. people got responses for that. Yeah. But what do we say when? Uh, a young Chinese man wants to stick with a young Chinese woman mm-hmm. or a young Indian man wants to stick with an old Indian woman. And, and the reason I say it is because like from our side of the world, because we're intertwined with that. Yeah. We are heavily on our side. We're heavily intertwined with black, white, Latino, uh, various parts of Asia. Right. Mm-hmm. This is, this is normal for us. Yeah. But when you pick parts of Asia, say, for example, India, mm-hmm. like that may not be a, a part of your diaspora. That may, that may not be a part of like where you come from and what you see on a regular basis. Mm-hmm. But when you venture outside, it's like people will say this and it may sound politically incorrect, but they, say, they stick to their own. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So you see an Indian person and they're usually with someone from their culture. Yeah. So maybe it's not a belief thing maybe it's just culture actually we talked about culture mm-hmm. in previous episode, but maybe it's a culture thing or like or is it even looked at differently because it may be something along those lines because nobody bats an eye when you see two indian people together and if that's yeah. his preference that's his preference but then under that preference mm-hmm. there's still probably a belief or like a thought that being with someone from his own culture would make things easier or maybe that's just who they've seen and they've experienced, so that's like comfortable. So it's their preference, you know. Right. So, so does it make it? So the question is, does it make it wrong? Because maybe, maybe that's all they know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. No, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm asking, mm-hmm. like, but, but does it make it wrong? And if we say yes or no, do we look at it as who we are, or do we look at it on the scale that it exists on? Because on a global scale, it's just looked at as. This is their culture. This is their people. And this is them being with the people that they know and love. Mm-hmm. Right. They may not know anything else. Right. So, I, I, I mean, I remember the first time I ever met a person from India. I was in elementary school. And it's weird. I still remember her name. It was Deepthi Jayraj. And I just thought she was like a really pretty black lady, a black girl. You know what I mean? Like, or whatever. I mean, but and then I realized like, oh, because I went to school on a military base in my elementary years, right? So I'm like, oh, that, oh, I, I didn't, I didn't know. Like I had <laughs> never seen someone that looked like you, right? So it was just, so maybe that's all they know. Mm-hmm. So maybe we could look at it as in they're being prejudiced, but they're looking at it like, yo, that's 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 morning and night. Like what are you talking about? That's what we do. So does it matter who it is that's portraying whatever this prejudice or preference may be? Versus actually what it is that's happening. Does that matter? <sighs> that's an interesting one. It is. I'm glad it is. Let's talk about it. That's why we're here. <laughs> uh, I don't reckon there's going to be a right or wrong answer for this. Yeah. Because, I mean, again, it's all they know, like you already mentioned. It's weird, man. <laughs> it's actually right. so weird. Um, I think it, like, without sounding... Okay. 
you know, being that person. Yeah. I, I do think it, it would, my line of questioning would change based on who's saying it. Like the way I would process it would change based on who's saying it. So if it was like, you're right. It, I don't think it's wrong to have a prejudice or like to have, sorry, to have a preference. Mm-hmm. But if I, for example, as a black woman said, Oh, my preference is white men versus me as a black woman saying, Oh, my preference is black men. The thought process of what I would think about would be different, even though we're saying the same thing, but like, because I'm saying it about a different group of people, I think it changes how I would respond or think about what the statement that's being said. Do you, do you think that the people who would feel that way are feeling that way because they've made a prejudice about your culture? Because you could be a black woman that grew up around a lot of white people. I am. Right. (laughs) Context. Yeah. Right. So a person looking at you will be like, Oh no, she's black, but they don't know where you come from. Mm. And all they see is you as an adult in the real world with who you decided to love. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of like, like I said, it's, it's, it's one of those where, and what about the verbiage that could be used? Right. So if you have, let's just say an Indian guy who says, you know, you, he's your friend and you try to introduce him to somebody and let's say it's a Latina. Oh no, 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 no. I'll, I'll stick with my people. Well, that type of verbiage could be looked at like racist, discriminatory, prejudice, all of these things. But in his mind, he's like, no, like that's not what we do. I'm, I'm over here. Mm -hmm. And there very well is nothing wrong with that. But it's also delivery of the package, right? How was he giving this out to you? Because there is a difference between somebody existing in a relationship versus how they find their way to that relationship and the words and actions that they that they put out there in between it all. So does that even matter? Yes. It does? Yes. So we give a pass to people who may come from a culture who yeah. this is what they're used to versus the one that we're familiar with. I'm saying yes to the verbiage okay. of how it's said. Right. Like if I was like, nah, I don't, mm. I don't do that versus like, actually, no, I, I value like sharing the same culture. So this is my preference that like, it's different from just the way it's said is different. And even though it's saying the same thing, the delivery is different. So I think I would respond differently. Okay. So what if, what if I said like, Oh no, we don't do that where I'm from. Mm. Or we don't, we don't date white people where I'm from. Which I've heard a lot. That might be true. <laughs> yeah. that, that just might be true. Yeah. He may not mean, or she may not mean any malice yeah. by it. Mm-hmm. She's like, no, I, or my father would not have that. Mm-hmm. Looking at it from a different scope though, mm-hmm. I feel like this topic it's, it looks the way it looks, and it's obviously a very tight topic. I think it affects the white and the black community more than it affects the Asian community, in my opinion. Because I feel like if an Asian came out to say, I only date my people, it would look different to if, let's say, a black man comes out and says to a white, white, a white um, take for instance, he's sat in a white space where he's surrounded by white people, and he says, I'm only allowed to date my race. I feel like it would be looked at differently compared to when an Asian man does that. Because I feel like a white man would look at an Asian man and say, okay, yeah, it's the culture. Uh-huh. So they're allowed to do such. But if a black man said it, it would be taken slightly differently to how you'd look at an Asian man saying the same thing. So I feel like that conversation is very, very tight when it comes to the white and the black community. Because again, if a white man, if a black man comes out to say, I'm dating or I, I, I prefer a white woman in a black space, we're looking at him like, what are, you, what are you doing? What are you doing? And if a white woman says that in a white space that she prefers black men as well, she would be looked at in a different light. Mm-hmm. But then again, it's quite, it's a fine line. And I feel like, again, black and white community in this case are in the limelight and it affects those two communities more than it affects the Asians from what I've observed over a period. I mean, you can correct me if you feel otherwise too. No, no, no. I, I, I agree. Is, is there, is there any reason why our prejudice should be validated? Like, even, even if it's, uh, uh, what was the word we were using before? 
Ah, gosh, Belief, I can't remember. Value. Conditional. No, no, it wasn't in this episode. It was a previous one. Um, oh, what is the word I'm looking for? I wish for? I could pull it out for you. <laughs> when we had the episode, we didn't air. Um, ah, what was the word? It was looked at to when somebody is uh, looking for help and it's uh, ir- ir- irrational. Mm. Right? So even... <laughs> I knew she was going to laugh. Sorry. Yeah, you just want Yeah, maybe I should. Yeah. So even if, even if it may seem irrational, right? Like, yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It, it is, it is a difficult, it is a difficult thing. I, I, yeah. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. I. But what I was going to say was like. Away from dating, even if we're looking at like the culture of people, uh, okay, I know this would be, but whatever, it's 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 reality. I'll say it in this way: um, there were events that that took place in the U.S. nine eleven specifically, and a large part of the world was very uneducated about specific religions and regions. Uh, and specifically speaking about Islamic uh, religion, right? Muslims. And so when 9-11 happened, you had a massive amount of people who were extremely prejudiced against people that they knew nothing about. They watched the news. They heard what the reporters were saying. Mm-hmm. Um they heard what what uh, what do you call them on it pundits 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 what was it called pundits pundits on the news right yeah. the, so you heard what they were saying on the news their opinion based shows uh, all of these things that were put out about the Muslim faith the Islamic culture like all of these things and there was this massive prejudice piece but it was accepted it was accepted because of the unknown. And what they thought was the known and what then became the norm. So even if for a short period of time, the question I was asking was, is is prejudice sometimes accepted and then normalized, actually, you know, mm-hmm. like and. Is that OK? Because I'll, I'll, I'll go away from religion with it. If you go to the U.S. and you look at mass shootings, I think we talked about this before. Yeah. The majority of mass shootings are happening or the majority of mass shootings are, I don't say performed, carried out by white people. Now, somebody who's never been to America has only seen a few of our movies on, on, yeah. on online, mm-hmm. right? Streamed them, whatever. They're getting ready to take their first trip to the U.S.A., Actually, rephrase that. They're getting ready to move to the USA. They got a job and they have two children and they have to enroll their children in the school. But lately or in the past two years, three years, let's just say they've been focusing on the news and all they're seeing is mass shooting after mass shooting after mass shooting. Is it rational, irrational for that person, that family to have a fear about enrolling their children into American schools? So, again, I ask. Is sometimes is is being prejudiced okay, even if it leans towards the discriminatory side, discriminatory side, and the uh, the yeah. See, okay, there we go. see, so there we go. Boom! I'm gonna shut up. I'm, I'm listening. Now you've actually given it more context. Then I mean, yeah, it is rational sometimes mm-hmm. to be that way because then, like from the example that you've just given, it would make sense for someone to be. Um, hesitant to put their child because I wouldn't want to do that hearing the news and seeing what I've seen but again it's, it's <laughs> <laughs> I love this topic Yo, I woke up with this on my mind I'm it telling actually you. depends on context yeah but then again it, it, it is a catch on it too because it's I don't think still it's not right right you said is it okay mm-hmm. I don't think it's necessarily okay but I think it's it's something that's just going to happen I think it's rational. Like, what is something that's going to happen? The, the shootings, you mean? No, I oh, think oh, the way that people. The, I think the perception or gathering, like, 
to literally prejudge a group of people, I think that is something that's going to happen if that's all you're viewing, right? I think that will happen, but I don't necessarily think it's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? Like, I think it happens. I mean, morally it's not right. I guess yeah. like for like society, yes. it's not right. Yes. But practically. Practically, it's <laughs> going to it's, happen for sure. But I mean, practically, I think it's right. Okay. Like, I, I mean, me, I, I understand what you're saying and I do agree. But I also feel like if I had to enroll my child in school and I'm American, like if I had to, I'm paying attention to the gun laws in that state. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, what's it been like in the past? Mm-hmm. I'm paying attention to political issues that are going on. Mm-hmm. Who's on the board of board of education? Mm-hmm. You know, like these are things that I would have never thought about 15 years ago. But as I've grown and I've matured, I've started to understand how the world works mm-hmm. and how things are affected. Who's pulling strings, if you want to call it that, the proverbial spring, uh, strings. Like, and so that's why. So I'm, I'm, like I said, I'm focused on the school board. I'm looking at who's running for election. I'm yeah. looking at the, I'm looking at the, what do we call it in the U.S.? The props, prop, prop, say like Prop 37, if that's about gun laws, whatever it is. Like I'm paying attention to all of that before I enroll my kids in school mm-hmm. because I want to have a, 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 an idea in its totality about what kind of situation that may be or what could be brewing underneath, mm-hmm. you know? So when I say practical, that's what I mean. Like okay. practically, yeah, I, I think it's okay because I'm worried about the safety. Right. I spent my <laughs> my youth years defending a country that looks at me like I'm not, you know, I'm not worthwhile, you know, mm-hmm. at various places that I go. So you mean to tell me I'm going to walk around the streets and just cover my eyes because I might hurt somebody's damn feelings? Nah, I'm not worried about that. Not worried about your feelings. We got stupid people out here doing stuff and you ain't doing nothing about it. So I am going to be prejudiced. I am going to prejudge your ass and make sure that I'm putting myself and my family in the safest situation possible. So, yes, I think practically I'm going to prejudge you depending on the situation. Right. So but that's why. So, so like, yeah, I definitely I agree. But it's got to be a line draw. I think. Yeah, I think. Well, it's hard because, yes, you you want to protect your family. You're mm-hmm. going to prejudge, but we could say the same thing. Like now say like a white family walking by all three of us, I was mm-hmm. about to say that. just prejudging us. Mm-hmm. Oh, more than two is a gang. So you can't do that. But yeah, I mean like uh. it works both ways. Cause there's people who will be rational with that prejudice right and who will do it from a place of safety and a place of um awareness of like okay i just want to be prepared mm-hmm. and there's people who will be out there just prejudging everybody yeah. you know and taking it to the extreme and that's where you have these extremist groups because they have these prejudice against other people and you know so i understand where you're coming from and i think mm. you're right but i also think there's a there's also a sh- like a shadow side, like a flip coin to that too, where people will take that prejudice and like just well, for the for the record, sorry, but for the record, I'm not saying that all prejudices are um, created. Yeah, either. yeah, like, like <laughs> you're not. No, no. <laughs> like, but no, because I'm I mean, because because it, it sounded like you were saying like, okay, yeah, I'm saying I'll be prejudiced about this particular thing. Yeah, and then you're saying like, well, if we allow prejudices, then these are the other things that can happen, which you are yeah. correct. But it's like, yeah, I'm not thinking like that. Yeah, like, yeah I know. You're like, right. you know, so if it's, <laughs> I mean, I've been in a situation where there's been a clutch purse a couple times, actually. Yeah. <laughs> you know, a clutch purse. Matter of fact, funny story. Not funny story, but I was in Baltimore. This was long, long time. And I got in the elevator for the hotel that I was in, right? Actually, I was headed to, I think, Kuwait or something like that. But I was in the hotel and going up to my room, I think it was, and the lady gets on. She, the lady got out of the elevator when I was coming in and she got on the wrong floor. Right. So she got back in real quick, older lady. Right. Mm -hmm. And so she gets in and you know, it's the look, it's the, this, it's the, that she's whatever. And it's just the two of us. Right. Mm -hmm. And we got to go kind of, kind of high up. And so we're there and she says, um, she says, Oh, she asked me to press the, to press the button for, cause she was holding, holding her things kind of close. She was like, 12 or you know however it was yeah. right so she goes out and she drops money right couple like maybe forty dollars or something like mm-hmm. that so she drops money i stop the elevator help her with her stuff hand her back her money and you could see the look on her face that was just like you know what i mean like that kind of thing and mm-hmm. i'm just thinking to myself 
in 48 hours, I'm leaving to go and fight for the country and you sitting here looking at me like this. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't so much have a speeding ticket. Like, please. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I would never say that it's okay to, you know, look at yeah, people yeah. and just assume. And I think I think the example that I'm giving, it, it wasn't so much towards a person. It was towards a society and towards a practice. Because... The society has a lot of murders happening via mass shooting. Mm -hmm. It's the society. Mm -hmm. I'm being prejudiced against that situation Mm -hmm. that I may be putting my family in. So I want to do my research. I did research before I moved to this country. I was just going to say this country. Like, right. Even I, before I came here, I was like, oh, my God, you're going to the Middle East. Like, there's going to be bombs. Mm. Like, there's so much happening. Like, oh, my God. And I, I visited and I was like, y'all have no idea. Like, this place is so safe. I can walk around at 3 a.m. Like, as a young woman and not even fear. Like, so, yeah, it's definitely what you see in the media. And this is where that other conversation we had earlier about um, violence and perception is so important because, yeah. like, what you continually feed your mind and you see in the media gives shapes this preference and prejudice. So, I mean, if all you're seeing is negative portrayals of these communities, groups, then of course you're going to think, oh, yeah, this person's crazy. Agreed. <laughs> this person's going to attack me. <laughs> but I'm not listening to what all those people say back home anyway, because right. they don't even know the difference between Abu Dhabi, Dubai and the UAE. You know what I mean? Like, I got people, they're like, oh, yeah, you over there and uh, I'm going to get a pa- uh, I'm gonna get a visa so I can go to Dubai. Dubai's not going to give you a visa. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Where do you stay at? I've been in both, right? But where do you, oh, I'm in Abu Dhabi now. Oh, yeah, you got, do you get to go to Dubai? It's 40 minutes up the road. Like, what? Where, really? Y'all, it's that close? You, you do realize that Abu Dhabi's the capital. Abu Dhabi's the capital of Dubai. Abu Dhabi's the capital <laughs> of the UAE. The UAE, what? United Arab Emirates. You, yeah. you know Dubai is just a city in the UAE. For real? <laughs> <laughs> Where they have Fast and Furious? That was in Abu Dhabi. What? Like, oh my God. Like, <laughs> So those people, I'm not listening to at all. It pulls down to education, though, because mm. in the end, these two, um, these two subjects mm. depends on how educated you are on whatever you're trying to prefer or have any sort of prejudice on. Because some people actually pursue these preferences and prejudices mm. uneducated. So they don't even know, okay, it's like you give birth to a child and you tell the child that you only marry from your culture, you only marry from your your state or whatever. And that child grows up to actually fulfill those prophecies per se. But where a child is educated and they, they've grown up in, take for instance, a mixed society, they are able to make their own decisions based off their own observations. But not everyone has the privilege to actually grow up and have their own opinions because, again, in some societies, you, you grow up in that same vicinity. Right, that bubble, so yeah. that's all you know. So, so you're never going to be able to break out of that, that cycle. Is, is ignorance an excuse for prejudice? It could be. Is that, a, is that an allowance? It's, I wouldn't call it an allowance, but, I mean, it is an excuse for real. I, I mean, because if we look at it on a global scale, yeah. right? If if you took somebody from, uh, I don't know, let's say they grew up, what is it, Mormon? Is that the mm-hmm. is that the one? Uh, the what's it? It's Mormon, and then there's um, I don't want to get it wrong. Um, ah, what is it? The, the okay, so Mormons. What is the one where they where they don't have? Hang on, hang on. It's 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 the one where they don't use electricity. They don't have uh, the. It's not. Um. Uh. The yeah yeah. It's Amish. I, Amish. 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 Yeah. Right. So Amish. Right. So like, if I'm not mistaken, like in the Amish culture, once they hit a certain 18, age, I think, I think. Six, 16, 18, something like that. Probably because eighteen, because they have to go into the real world. I think. Okay. okay. All right. So let's. What they. What we do know that they do yeah. hit a certain age, right? So. Yeah, so let's say they hit their age and they go out and they decide that they're going to stay. Because I think that's what they do. They make a decision yeah. before, like, they go they go out, they have a certain whatever period of time. They go out, they make a decision if they're going to go back to the, oh. what do you call Amish it? Lifestyle. The Amish culture, the Amish village, right? So, or if they're going to stay out. So, those individuals or that individual goes out and he or she is making choices 
right? Having conversations based on what they know. And that's why I ask, is it, and it's funny because this was going to be another topic, but is it, is it uh, an excuse or is it a reason? You see what I'm saying? Because the rest of the world doesn't care, right? If they don't, they don't watch TV or anything like that, right? But let's just say they heard a couple of Tupac songs when they got out of the airport, right? Mm-hmm. They might hear some words that they probably shouldn't be saying, yeah. but they don't know any better, mm-hmm. right? Ignorance. So now they're around the wrong people yeah. saying the right words <laughs> at the wrong time, and they're put in a situation. Are ignorant people going to look at what this person just did, which is ignorant, and then come after them? Or they're going to be like, oh, that's where you're from? Okay, you get a pass. See, I don't think the real world cares about other people and where you come from. Yeah. It's about what you put out there and then where they come from. You get what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, because I wouldn't just walk around the office full of black people as a white person using the N-word. Mm-hmm. If I'm ignorant, I might. But the wrong person hearing him or her do that... Ain't going to care about it. Yeah. They're going to show them what's up. So, again, does does ignorance allow for the, is that an allowance? Is it for an excuse or, or a reason? Oof. I think. Y'all doing a lot of woofs today. The, Oof. The, and, oh. the Amish <laughs> culture, like you've just explained it, mm. it it's, a, it's a tricky one in the sense that they get to 16 or 18 and they're allowed to explore and do whatever. But I feel like, Education, this type of education should start from a young age. So if you're conditioned to know a certain thing up to the age of 16 or 18, there's a high chance that you might not be able to change your ways. Bingo. Because, again, it's easier to learn a new language mm. at a younger age than it is for you to learn it. That is true. <laughs> so, again, it pulls down mm. to education. So if you don't learn these things growing up, racism doesn't start from age 18 or whatever you learn that from a very very young age mm. and it, you're, it's conditioned into you a and then child, you start seeing yeah. yeah and then you're like yeah I've been told this so I've seen this so now I have this opinion and my opinion wh- whatever I feel has been basically fulfilled and there's nothing you can tell me to change my mind I'm growing with that until I pass away so again it pulls down to education and from a very young age at 18 and 16 there's hardly anything you can tell me that would it wouldn't be easy for you to convince me otherwise because I've learned these patterns for sixteen to eighteen years. So again, can we can we ever fully eradicate our thoughts of prejudices and and biases of, along those lines? I mean, because some prejudices are are good. You know, yeah. if I see your if I see your grade for your restaurant is like a, a D minus. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not They're all wrong. <laughs> like every last one. I'm probably, you know, what I mean, I'm probably not eating there. Like inside the restaurant, so like that—that's the—that's the flip I want to give you, right? Like, even though somebody comes from a certain culture, possibly being diverse, right? So like, even though somebody comes from a certain culture or a certain belief, um, they may be labeled that. Oh, you Amish? Oh, we know how they are. We, it's the same. Yeah. They're doing the same thing. Whereas. If I use the restaurant, you know, analogy, it's like, well, they might have a D minus inside, but it was a startup. They ran out of money. They had to be inspected. The inspection came. They had money that was coming. It was just delayed. Mm -hmm. The money is in. They're making all these changes. Things are really, really good and back. They just haven't had that next inspection so they can get their A or their Mm -hmm. A plus or whatever. Right. So. Like you said earlier, context is is everything, mm. right? That D minus could have been before they even opened the doors, yeah. part of their pre inspection, which I do know about. But you know, like before they even opened their doors to start serving people, mm. right? Yeah. Or or low grade, let's just. I don't even think they could have been serving at a D minus. I don't think, but you know, whatever. But you get you get what yeah. I'm saying, right? Yeah. So like, do we give people like the individuals themselves the same type of allowance or leeway that we might give? a restaurant or a venue or, you know, a car dealership. I don't know, whatever. Like, do we do that with our, with ourselves? Um, I don't think we do off the bat, but for me personally, I feel like lately I have tried to, because I recognize mm-hmm. how I might be perceived and I would want people to give me the chance to 
to for them to get to know me before they make yeah. that prejudice. So I try and offer that same, um, you know, that courtesy. same courtesy. Yeah. Thank you for the word. Um, I don't think we can fully eradicate. You were saying, do you think we can fully eradicate um, those beliefs or those prejudice? Is that mm-hmm. how you would word yeah. it? Uh, um, I feel like we can, but it's a long, hard journey. Mm. Like, just like you said, conditioned over time. But then we, that's when accountability comes into play and you have to start asking yourselves, like, where did this thought come from? Is it the only way of being? There's so many questions that you have to continuously ask yourself. And if you're not willing to do that work to like question things, because especially if you're coming from like an Amish community, that's scary. Mm. If your loved ones and everything you've learned and been taught has told you it's one way and now you're seeing other ways, but that's been, you've been told that that's all like blasphemy and like mm. <laughs> you're going to burn in hell. Like, yes. Do you really? No, I'm just saying. Oh, I'm just You know, (laughs) let me say it's an example. I'm not taking a field trip to Amish country. (laughs) I'm just saying. But like, yeah. So if you don't even, if that's kind of the premise that you've started with, you're most people won't want to question those things or ask those questions because it's scary, and you rather most people prefer that comfort of knowing what you know versus exploring what could be out there. That's my opinion. That's true. Mm, I agree. Um, Yeah. I don't know. You think you think we're gonna be we're gonna be better off, or we just need to like die off and start over again? You know, like like take everybody with all our negative thoughts and, and biases and, and 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 prejudices and racial racist racist tendencies and everything. Just put us on a little island somewhere until we die, and then like teach everybody better. Like leave a group behind to teach them. You know, like is is that what it's gonna have to take? I don't reckon that would work either because <laughs> no. people would grow up to ask questions. Why am I different from this person? Mm. And I reckon with human nature, you would naturally gravitate towards your type and your kind. Is it human nature? That's that's actually Ooh. a topic that I that I have in the yeah. in the pocket. Is it human nature, or is it is it conditioning over time? Because a lot of things are passed through us. Yeah, right. Not just culture. A lot of things are passed through our DNA and people been racist and prejudiced and discriminatory for a very, 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 very long time. Were we this way in the beginning? Like, were we this way? Like against humanity, against humanity? So again, certain behaviors, for instance, I'll give you an example. Mm. So if I was walking past a black man in London, there's a high chance that he's going to nod his head and oh, I probably America will too. as well. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Exactly. <laughs> so oh, y'all nod y'all head? Because we, 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 we do what's we do as well. Like, yeah, yeah, I don't, yeah, yeah, we, yeah. Don't do, we don't do this. I don't do this. That'll like Tokyo. Oh, no, no. That's, that's, old, that's old black man from the South right there. What's up, cat? What's going on now? What's up now? <laughs> like, that's what that is. Right so it's like that, that, that head raise like yeah so when we taught that yeah i mean that for me is basically i don't know where that came from but it's basically saying hey just brother we're just because black, cool. yeah. black people are cool but then again but then again with the white people you get the i'm not racist white smile like the split second <laughs> that's basically saying i'm not racist i've got black friends <laughs> <laughs> I hate what? that, yo. I don't lie. <laughs> you got that I've as well. I've got black friends. So again, where, where they taught that and where we taught to actually give them head raises when we see black people. Mm-hmm. And if that wasn't taught, then I'd class it as human nature. And it, again, is recognizing your own. So I feel like there's always going to be that gravitation towards your own. So again, in scientific terms, I mean, they say, Opposite poles attract and um, unlike pole, um, unlike poles attract yeah. and like poles repel. Yeah. So yeah. It's, it's basically, if I see someone that looks like me, first of all, it's a thing of, and I mean, if there was a mixed society, I want to explore to see what the others are like. But at the same time, I would question, why is that person like me? And what do we have in, are in we, common? Are we totally the same or do we have... But similarities and different traits as well. But that's the thought of how we think now. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I really, really went like deep thought, like to myself. Mm. That's how we think now because that's how we think. But was humanity always like this, or did we just roam and you know 
walk around gardens with snakes and apples and just like, you know, just live life, but naked. You know what I mean? Like, was it was it one way? Like, and then was there a, something that happened over time where it where it changed? I, you know, I don't know. Like, I guess the question would be like more or less, where did where did our egos come from? You know, and like, did they always exist? Because that's really what it is. Like, yeah. who, who's this? Who's this person with bigger muscles than me? Yeah, you know, I who's feel like yeah, they must this, have. You think to so? A certain extent. That's it. I don't want to go too far, but it's 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 a fun. I mean. I mean, even if you look at me, you look at you, like we would all have different talents and different skills based yeah. on our body type, based on our speed, our agility, our mental capabilities. But what's interesting would be to think about who classified what abilities to be like the hierarchy or like the higher ranking. Well, then it had to start somewhere. It though, had to start right? somewhere. So I don't know. Like, yeah. I don't know. That's a very... Human nature is inquisitive and is enthusiastic as well. So like these scientists started from asking a question mm. and saying, do I have a solution to it? And how can I go about finding a solution to it? But I, but the thing is that, like I said, these things pass through people and even people don't understand why. I give you a prime example of what I'm talking about. My first company that I worked with in the UAE, there was a gentleman that worked on uh, uh, the fire truck uh, vehicles, maintenance, right? He's from India. And we were pretty cool. And I decided to ask him one day. And I was like, listen, no offense. Like, I just, I'm just curious. Why is it when Indian people speak, they do this little head nod? Mm. And he was, it was so funny, right? He was like, I'll tell you something. I don't know. <laughs> He's like, I don't know. Yeah. We just do it. Yeah. We just do it, right? And so that's what those kind of things make me think about, I'm like, you got India is heavily populated. Yeah. Right. It's not like, it's just like a few people there. This isn't just Goa. This is India. Right. And it's just like, and they don't know. And he's not a young guy. You know what I mean? He's like, he's like, yeah, he's like, I'll be honest with you. We don't know either. It's just like, wait, what? Like, and it just baffled me, but we all know that things can be passed through DNA and learn behavior and things like this. So I'm thinking mentality could be, Something that is like that. I mean, it comes with it comes with intellect too, right? Like the moment you have a child and your child is extremely intellectual, right? <laughs> he gets it from his father. He gets it from his mama. Like, like we already have this assumption. Like, but where did it really come from? Where did you get it from? Like, was that also passed down? And so, like the way of thinking, if if intellect can be passed down, I mean, you're the scientist here. If <laughs> intellect can be passed down. Can't learn behavior be passed down through genes, like through DNA? Ooh, through DNA. I don't know. I think through watching people, like, see that little head nod. I think you think would, so? I think it's definitely, no, I shouldn't say definitely. I would assume that it's something that as a two, three, four, five-year-old child watching my parents interact with their friends or my grand, their grandparents, that when somebody's actually listening to them and are tuning in, they're responding with, like, a gesture to symbolize like I'm listening to yeah. you or mm. like I'm hearing you and me as a child watching that and being like, Oh, interesting. And like learning that and applying that cause it's happening. That's how I would think it happens. I don't know. I couldn't imagine it going, being transferred genetically, but that's, a, that's a very good question. I mean, I don't know. I asked with ignorance cause I have no yeah. clue. <laughs> I have no idea. That's true. So, um, <laughs> Also, from what I can recall, kids go through a stage, I think between the ages two to four, uh-huh. where they ask you questions about everything. Mm. Yeah, yeah. They want to know. Why? I still <laughs> ask questions. Why? <laughs> so it's like you tell them why and they keep asking you why after why after why. And you have to keep obviously giving them answers to it. So that's why, right. again, I feel like human nature comes in because they don't learn that from anywhere. Yeah, it just true. naturally comes mm. to them. And I feel like there's some people as well that, want to know why they want to go out of their way to actually find. And I'm not one of those, by the way. I'm one of those. And tr- but truth be told, <laughs> not all children do this though. And that's, that's the thing that I'm saying. Like okay. not, not all children are this way. Fair. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. So it's kind of like, I don't know, but right. I, I'm, I'm listening to what you were saying though. And I'm like, I'm thinking, I'm like, well, maybe that's how now it's like, well, and now it's, it'll go towards like a religious thing, but it's like, 
well, maybe that's what it was. Maybe it was like a bunch of people that, let's just say for sake of visualization, a bunch of people that look like people from India. And then it was a bunch of people that look like people from Africa. And then they somehow crossed paths. And then that was the first time that people was like, what you doing on my block? <laughs> so what you doing of it? Break yeah. yourself. <laughs> like, yeah. And then boom, war. And now egos are evolving from this. And then now we talk about this learned behavior and the way that mommy and daddy are and the way the uncle is and all, and how they're being. It's oh, you can't mess with those ones that look like that. Oh, yeah. you can't mess with the ones. And like, is that like, did that be, was that the start of, you know? So it's like this, this humanity thing where we, I, I don't know where the knowledge stops like i don't know where how far it goes back to where it's actual knowledge where we're not talking about somebody saying we found a nine foot penis in the sands of uh africa <laughs> it's like, like wait what <laughs> what are we talking about i don't know wait what <laughs> are you sure that's not a cement truck hose like what are you what are we doing so I don't know, man. I just the beginning of where she's like, where was that? Where, at I, <laughs> I missed that where one. Where was that? I missed it. <laughs> but yeah, so but yeah, so prejudice and and preference, right? How do we get past it? Education, education, mm-hmm. and I feel like we could eradicate a huge percentage of that confusion between both by educating people, but. Mm-hmm. How effectively are we willing to spread this education? Because again, education is subjective mm. and some cultures don't accept Western education. And ah, true, yeah. Yeah. So again, it, it is a very, very big topic. But education is the key to eradicating that confusion between prejudice and and preference. Mm. Again, it could be done, but at the same time it requires a lot of time and resources. To get it done, and it depends on how much people want to impact. Yeah, I was going to say it's the, yeah. the initiative that goes yeah. behind. Yeah, what do you think? Yeah, I agree. Education's mm. huge, and I think representation as well, because um, you can educate people, but seeing tangible examples on a consistent basis of this education or of like what this looks like can really shape people along with education. So, um, like I was saying earlier, before seeing you with dreads, a beard, as a as a teacher, as a man who's well put together, doesn't anger quickly, that representation of you now being a teacher, able to educate children, changes young children's view of what a black man could yeah. be, right? Yeah. So yes, they see, you know, movies, they see all these things, but they have a real life, tangible, in front of them, person who's willing to help and listen and be there for them. And that is what changes their perception along with the education, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I was going to, I was going to say experience, but then when you say education, I'm like, well, I guess that's a part of it. And then, and I hear what you said, I'm like, well, yeah, that's experiences as well. So it's the same thing. Well, I, I take back my answer. (laughs) I'll keep it for another show. (laughs) That's it. But listen, um, he is, uh, Mr. Victor. O. she is Sarah G. I am Omega, and this is Diverse Clarity. This is where we have those thought-provoking conversations about things that matter and some that don't. Thank you for listening, and thank you for watching. See you next episode.